Hi there, you sweet souls. Let's start with a deep breath. And let's take a chill out time from all this frenzy and hysteria and fear that's shoved down our throats every waking moment now. So take a deep breath. All the way into your belly. And another one, and exhale fully. Be aware of your posture. Tuck your chin a little bit. Extend the back of your skull and your spine towards the ceiling. Bring your awareness, your consciousness into your physical body. Be aware of your jaw, your tongue. Breathe in to unrelease any tension you might be holding there. Relax your throat, your neck and shoulders. Bring your awareness further down into your chest, your arms, elbows, down to your hands. Feel your abdomen, your hips, Relax your butt. Be aware of your thighs, your knees, your calves, your shin bones. and into your feet. Allow your mind to relax by keeping your awareness into your physical structure. And just allow everything to slow down. Be aware of this physical body that we rarely, rarely are embodied in more than a couple of minutes at a time.
in order to connect with your intuition, with your wisdom. It's here. It's not out there. All we learn, all that's given to us, has to run through this filter, which of course is becoming more and more difficult every day. And we'll get into that. So feel, relax, and drink from this well that's always here to serve us. But it takes our conscious awareness to slow down enough. And it takes feeling our anxiety, our deep grief, our fear, to be able to tolerate this. This has always been the way. But now it's literally how we can keep sane. Now you can stop this podcast here because we're going to get into some heavy things today. And if you're not in a frame of mind to face these things, you've had a rough day, if you're having a hard time, now might not be the time to listen. You can always come back to it if you so choose. If you're tired, just take this relaxation, go deeper into it, and come back at some other time. Let's take another deep breath. I'm talking to you today from a place of a heavy heart or a deep heartbreak. The intent of this talk, this podcast, isn't to scare you, but to remind you that it is because of our unconscious and our undealt with terror internally that we're so easily manipulated. We as a collective certainly didn't have to go this to this ever-dartening route. But our mass con- unconsciousness has decided to take a full detour into further nightmarish dreams. And that can be the only result of this deepening sense of separation. But here we are. I've had to sit with this talk for a couple of months now because it breaks my heart. I've seen this coming. I've tried to warn you, for lack of a better word, but to guide you from my own understanding, to pay attention to how we're being separated, how we're being put against each other. I spent a lot of time in nature, and I cannot communicate with you. I just want to cry right now as I'm talking to you. The level of pain our mother is in, the level of pain nature is in, it looks different. It feels different. Gaia is withdrawing. It doesn't have the shine that is had. There's so much pain. And of course, that pain is our pain. And it's too painful for us to withdraw more and more into our head. This is the archetypical battle between patriarchy and matriarchy. 
as the Divine Mother gets slaughtered further and further by this patriarchal, control-based energy that runs our culture. So one can say that collectively we've lost our mind. But the truth is that our mind has been manipulated one piece at a time because we're so out of touch with our self and hence our intuition. Truly, we're like lobsters, these poor lobsters that get boiled slowly in water. All this supposed opposition between us and them, this is the thing I've been talking about all these years. This is manufactured. Or again, the appropriate way of saying is that the disagreement, which is natural, it's a part of given ways of looking for our different lenses in life, this has been manipulated. This hatred that we have for the other, quote-unquote, that can only come from the hatred we have for ourselves, which is the only way that the earth can be treated this way. So we project it on another, and that projection is being manipulated. There's such a deep propaganda machine that's coming through all media do understand that this level of mental manipulation through all forms of media, I don't care if you're watching TV or Instagram feed or Facebook, it was never possible before. These narratives that we're all being fed, this constant fear, this nonstop anxiety, it has profound effects. This is the patriarchal system. I've always said to you, culture is not your friend. This is what I've been talking about. Right, and I'm not going to get into politics. It's never been important to me because it really all is manipulation. Just understand what's going on, right? So be aware that all of a sudden there's no more talk of the war on terror. Remember, Dale reports how we're all in danger of dying any moment by these nuts everywhere. We're still taking our shoes off to get on a plane 20 years later after 9-11. If you think for a second that these psychopaths, servants of the patriarchy, that run the system, are not going to use this disaster that we're all facing with COVID, all this heartbreak and death, these lockdowns. If you think this is going to be surrendered, you're sleepwalking. You better wake up. So many of my patients that I work with keep talking about, oh, I can't wait to return to normal. Oh, I can't wait to return to normal. I hear this all the time from people. Understand there's a level of fascism being downloaded that's going to surpass any fascism ever done in history. These powers will never let a disaster go to waste to further rape and pillage our psyches our brothers and sisters, and ourselves. There's so much fear being dealt every day. We don't know if we're coming or going. Certainly none of us really hear, we hear all this horrible stuff, we don't really hear that the working middle class people lost close to $4 trillion last year 
while the richest gain that same amount. That's the biggest transfer of wealth in history, and not a peep from the media. That's scaring the hell out of us every minute. That should just give you a glimpse of what's really going on under the surface. For some time now, I've been hearing spiritual people, or people from a psychedelic community, the people who are supposed to be the vanguards of awakening, literally hear things I heard from this elderly Buddhist talking about gunning down people. Literally hearing from people about killing these people of differing political views. Sit with that for a second. If this is you, which is really most of us at some point till we heal this, examine your practice because it's not effective. You got some deep healing to do. We certainly do not need to agree with another person. But to have so much vitriol thrown at another, so much hatred, is a serious sign of internal disconnection. And that disconnection is both part of the manipulation of what's happening externally, but also will make you very easy to manipulate. So examine what story are you telling? What is the energy imprint of your consciousness? What is your contribution to these dark times? I'm not talking about necessarily being out in the world or being a revolutionary, but how's your life being lived as a counter to all this destructive vitriol propaganda that's against all that is light and love? Trump is Hitler. Biden's the Messiah. Biden is Hitler. Trump is the Messiah. What are you offering to heal the mass hysteria and pain. So we need to step away from these childish narratives. Imbibing in these knee-jerk reactions has massive internal and external consequences. One of the biggest curses of humanity at this juncture is being deeply manipulated exactly because of our inability to look at both sides of an issue and not hold one side as total truth. And you see it everywhere. COVID kills everyone. COVID's not real. The vaccinations are totally safe. Vaccinations will kill everyone. There's no room for nuance. There's no gray area, which is miles, miles long. Opinion isn't fact. Check yourself on that every day, every minute. What's your truth is not somebody else's truth. Sounds obvious. People don't seem to get that message. Sit and feel what I'm saying here. Solid positions can only be taken when they come from deep within. Not when MSNBC or Fox News is shoving it down your throat. So most everything that I see, that I feel, that I observe daily is fear. And then instead of facing the fear, we use a belief system 
to think that our reality is solid and safe. So fascism of the heart is when we are righteous. When we don't have the ability to hold, or rather the correct way of saying it is we don't have the maturity to tolerate the nuances of life. So we jump into these binary camps. Yes, no, good, bad. Understand that that kind of behavior is a mark of an addict. To be able to hold, I don't know, maybe, let me sit on it. I see your point, but I don't agree. This is where we need to evolve to. And it's exactly the inability to do that is how we're being manipulated by these powers that be, by being pitted against each other because of these inner splits. Most of us are in so much pain, right? And we're unable to acknowledge it. Neither are we really aware of the depth of it. All the deep addictions that we always suffer from, from substances to electronics to ego stories, is because our reality is intolerable. It's too overwhelming to face. Again, this is why we're so easy to manipulate. We have totally disconnected from any aspect of ourselves. So our intuition isn't present. Those of you who live in cities, unfortunately now it's everywhere. I'm sure you've seen a heroin or opiate junkie nodding in the public. As they're nodding, they think they're actually being normal. Right? Everybody on the subway, everybody on the street just sees them like, oh my God. Poor guy, poor woman. They themselves don't see it. That nodding junkie is actually me and you and pretty much everyone that we know. Again, I can't even begin to explain to you how much nature is screaming out in pain right now. It's not even possible to put into words how horrendous it is. So if you decide to become sober with a capital S in such an environment, that has its own pain. You'll wake up to a wasteland where most everything is toxic, disconnected, non-relatable. We intuit this, which is why we will do anything not to wake up and stay asleep. It also needs to be remembered that when we allow this awakening to occur, that will have its own inner connections with self that will feed us, that will guide us beyond anything we've ever experienced. But becoming sober is never easy business. So I had a young soul that I know, a young friend, write me a month ago, two months ago, about what is the point of life anyway? This person is not suicidal, someone I know, so it's not coming from that place of desperation, although certainly I'm seeing a lot of that, a lot of people 
not being able to tolerate this pain. There's no pride in being able to tolerate what's going on right now, by the way. I'm not saying kill yourself. I'm saying if you're in pain, it's good. At least you have some level of intuition left because this is painful business. And the point is, when spirit knocks on your door, when you start waking up, it's very difficult because the point of life in a consumer society will not be the way people are living it. Nothing will scratch that itch unless you start paying attention. So part of me doing this talk with you right now is for those of you who are where I am, who are having these experiences. It can be a place of feeling alone. There's only so far you can go with certain people. It's hard to tolerate having these discussions. It's like being in a movie, a robotic movie. You can't eat the food. The, you can't breathe the air. You can't drink the water. Like everything has become toxic. So I'm saying to you, that's normal. But I'm also saying to you, there's a level of disconnection I've never seen. As a guy knocking on a door of 60 as the guy's been a clinician for four decades. You're not crazy. But this plane has become crazy. Again, I'm not going into some crazy uh, tinfoil hat-wearing thing, but you need to understand, what I hear from most people just regurgitating this amazingly, profoundly dialing propaganda of the system. You again, you need to understand there's a profound use of PSYOP, psychological <laughs> operations, right? Psychological manipulation to influence us. No matter which side of the political system, which in itself is a joke, we have identified with. Divide and conquer is the agenda. And unfortunately, it's working amazing. Also be aware that this system, that this propaganda affects the limbic system, your lizard brain. So it has nothing to do with logic or intelligence. That's why we cannot reason with each other. Right? This fear-based propaganda bypasses the logic, the brain. So that's why we become the robots that we've become. We become these highly intelligent, totally disconnected from intuition robots, and we spit facts fed to us by a deeply corrupt system. It's highly skewed, and it's fed to us as if these are absolutes. Be aware that What's going on with the neutralization of so many independent voices? Love them, hate them, on social media for some time now. That will just become more and more intense. It might feel good to you to have someone that you don't agree with to be removed. Right? It's great. Yay! Left, right, whatever. But do understand the absolute terror you should be feeling about that. Because an intolerant system will be intolerant of you at some point. So we have to face our fears now, which is really, it can be boiled down to, we need to 
face the fear of death and annihilation. This doesn't mean that we have to become some kind of robot. It just means that we have to be fully aware of the fragility of life. That's the truth, that this precious life can be snuffed out any second. In exchange for that terror, we're given an awareness that we live a more true life, a more genuine life. That with that truth, we don't whore ourselves for the approval of others, which in turn does the same thing to everyone around us. And then we start living at the mercy of outside forces. This culture is a wicked co-opter of anything alive and independent. It thrives on, it needs obeying from mindless and heartless. And heartless is really important. Mindless, yes, but heartless. The masses have to become mindless and heartless, right? Because this culture itself has become a mindless and heartless entity. This is why, over the years, I've repeatedly talked about a regular death or dying practice, where you can sit with your mortality. I know it feels dark, but that's the only way to face our true predicament. So it's not about being fearless, right? This is not about being macho and I have no fear. That's bullshit. That's not real. It's just being aware of how scared we are all the time. And it's also important, again, it bears repeating, feeding into this fear, you will suffer way more than actually sitting with it. Denying this fear will make you be able to be manipulated by the fear that's fed into the out, from the outside into us. And believe me, we will suffer in more ways that might be seen in the moment. So, while we're on this topic, this is just an interesting synopsis of what's going on with our culture. Let's discuss this whole uh, woke bullshit for a second. There's a difference between woke and awake. Woke is ego. Awake is spirit. Woke is judgment. Awake is discernment. I'm going to repeat that. Woke is ego. Awake is spirit. Woke is judgment. Awake is discernment. Huge difference between judgment and discernment. Woke is thinking you see or are seeing a slice of the truth and then using it to feel superior, right? Belittling others, judging others that think differently. And because of that, you become the replacement of the very thing you're fighting. That's the patriarchal system in action. And this, by the way, applies to cancel culture as well. Repression is not the same thing as enacting change. Right? Repression is not the same thing as enacting change. Awake 
is seeing, and more importantly, feeling the whole, while having compassion and love for those that have a different or damaged way of seeing or opinion. You're not fighting ignorance with ignorance, but you're also not becoming what you're resisting. Enacting change from this perspective actually leads to profound and effective change. This is a divine feminine in action. This is not go kiss Trump. When you have a psychopath like that person, you see it, right? But you see the whole picture. It doesn't trigger you into all the stuff that's triggering people. Right? It's, it's interesting seeing that piece. Now, the piece that's really important here, both with cancel culture and this whole woke thing, people think that's some natural thing that just came about. It isn't. This is manufactured. This is how we get into this place of being manipulated. When you start trying to cut things down, the shadow just goes deeper and gets repressed. Repression is not the same thing as healing. Right? So this is just something that should just give you pause of just feeling. Am I in judgment or am I in discernment? Very different things. Now, I want to talk to you about something that I don't really talk about. It's a part of something I've seen, something I don't really enjoy even ruminating about. This is dark energies. These are real. So, as some of you know, part of my training, shamanically, from my 20s on, was working with shamans. And one of the things that one learns... And one of the things that so many shamans really suck about, which is so frightening now, all these psychedelic um, groups that get together. A really good shaman, a really fine-honed shaman, is aware of and can both protect and pull off these dark entities that can attach to people or that are always present, right? So... I haven't thought about this for a long time. I don't talk about this for a long time. It has no bearing on my life. Although certainly when it did have a bearing on my life, it scared the bejesus out of me. And I'm not trying to scare you. But it's a very real thing and it needs to be discussed. Right? It's something that I know to be true from my own awakening experience, from my own visions, from my own work. Right? And again, this is not what I'm saying to you. It's not revolutionary. Many, many um, indigenous and psychic schools of thought train people on this. So we'll start with just noting that in this realm of ours, this incarnation, whatever you want to call this life, there are many, many different levels, many realms, many realities coexisting. Behind or beyond or pre-duality, whatever word you want to use, it's all truly one, right? It's all, as Ramana Maharshi would say, nothing has happened. It's all one. But that isn't our experience, right? That's the absolute, that's consciousness, that's the divine, yes. As we dive into duality, as we incarnate, which is what me and you are talking in from right now in this present moment, 
there are these energies that interact with us and there are many that don't so one of these energies that interact with us traditionally would call fallen spirits um they can both feed off of us and they can also activate these negative human emotions so there are these beings in the spiritual realms and for these beings anxiety and fear that emanate from humans are food so these old school dark shamans coming from that sort of neg negative school knew how to parcel out anxiety and fear in little ways to pull these energies, these entities, and then use them for their own nefarious reasons, right? If there's fear and anxiety radiating from someone, if they break out in kinds of panic, these creatures really f find nutrition. They find good food. And these entities in this dream of ours, in this play, in this Leela called life, they're hostile towards humanity. They're certainly hostile towards humanity being at peace. So these specific feelings, fear, feelings of helplessness, certainly anxiety again, this despair, really everything, all, all these things that really are the hallmarks of the culture we live in right now, of materialism, these entities feed off of that. Now, the reason I'm saying this to you is I haven't thought about this for close to decades and it's been coming up. And I want to share this with you because I also feel this. Again, it's all one. We're protected. I'm not trying to scare you. It's a very real thing. I have not felt this level of quote-unquote entities feeding off of people. So we have this whole political, the culture, going through a scene, then we have this whole unseen realm affecting people. And it's pretty simple, regular meditation, regular breathing, sitting with prayer, for lack of a better word, intention, whatever word you want to use, that helps protect you. But it's real. So I just put that out there, be aware of it. This is why I've always said to you, Besides the fact of your poor nervous system, feeding into this realm with the fear and the terror has consequences beyond your poor nervous system getting destroyed, has consequences besides your intuition being inaudible. These entities will eat you alive. And what you will see is you will feel more anxious, you will feel more helpless. So there's two attacks coming in, right? And it's really one and the same, but one is through culture, through media, and one is through these entities. So ground yourself. Protect yourself. As I was getting ready for this talk, and again, I've been sitting on this for a while because my intent isn't to scare you, to bum you out, but my intent is like, pay attention. Do you know? All these Aquarian age, we're going to this place, people will wake up. There's a darkening now. I cannot tell you, it might take 10 years, it might take 20 years, it might take 50 years. There's a darkening now. We have become so estranged from ourselves that the analogy I've used Friday the 13th, yes, people really want to go watch that. 
if you're listening, if this isn't making sense to you, you're not going to be able to change those people. You're going to have to love them, but you don't have to like them. Certainly going to have to love them. And you have to not step back. The work right now is internal. Hold the light. We've been in this place in history before. The darkening outside, the lowering of consciousness outside. It's internal. It's internal. I was remembering um, earlier, you can actually look this up. I believe it was BBC Bullshit Broadcasting Corporation. I'm from the UK. God bless them. Um, George Orwell. There's a last interview before his death. And he said, I'm paraphrasing now, that it's possible. And we're there. I mean, we're really there. I mean, and again, in the next couple of years, this will be proven even more truth. That a time will come that people will be manipulated so deeply that the two emotions that they'll be able to feel is fear and then power over another. I think the words he used was something like, the feeling of having their boot on somebody's throat or someone's neck or something to that effect. Right? And that's where we are. People are terrified, like constantly in this fear, constantly in this fear. They don't even know what the fear is, but they're afraid. They're super anxious. And then this anger, whether you're in the left, on the right, this constant vitriol being fed, it is that feeling of power over another. Right? So we have this highly intelligent culture. By intelligent, I mean mind, right? It's not obviously not intelligent any other way but that. That is very, very disconnected. Again, we didn't have to go this way. So there are two levels now. There are those. There's an amazing amount of energy for those that want to wake up from the dream right now because of the pain. That's a beautiful thing. But there's also a very, very strong energy, which is so many people are using, is to go deeper into the dream, to watch Friday the 13th, part 9 million. And believe you me, it'll get darker, way darker. So the work is now, grow your light internally. There's no arguing with people, there's no dragging people. Grow your light. You will find the others. You will find like-minded others. But yes, there's a part of grieving. You're going to feel like you're crazy. You're going to feel like, how come people don't understand? That you have to be okay with people being where they are. Certainly be conscious that you do not need to play that game. And also be conscious you can't change people. So no need to jump out of the window. Now that we see... Now that I've pointed out these things to you, which you might probably already know, but I just want to put these um, pointers on them. Patriarchy, matriarchy, think of it on that level. Educate yourself on that. There are those of us who are servants of, lovers of the divine feminine, male or female. Fascism by nature is patriarchal. The system by nature is patriarchal. Look at the men running this culture. It's not about male or female, by the way. There are lots of men that serve the divine feminine, but 
certainly these men don't. These energies don't. Right? This is the patriarchal system in full effect. So, with compassion, allow those that don't want to wake up to stay asleep. And I know it's hard for some of you that I talk to or some of you that I know. You're in relationships with people who are partially awake or not awake or into fear. You have to love that person. You can't change them. But you certainly can't collapse and caretake them. Again, you're helpless. At this juncture, all you can do is root your own self so you don't lose your own mooring. Right? And again, you have to learn to respect those that want to go into a deeper nightmare. But this should also alert you to how afraid we are again of waking up. Because we've become so conditioned to mistake this ego realm for reality and the suffering for that is so deep and we still don't want to give it up. So, what are some solutions? Everything we've been talking about over the years. Everything on my website is about that. Right? So the relationship stuff is there. Work on that. Work on holding your power, the addiction stuff's there, work on not being codependent, work on holding your truth. The human part's there, work on allowing for humanity. I mean, I literally want to cry many days just with what's going on. That's, that's human. I can certainly close my eyes and escape into a realm and know it's all okay. That's also reality. That's not what we're here for. We're here to be spirits in the human body. We're here to be embodied spirit. It's not about escaping. Right? That death practice is really important. I know it sounds morbid. I mean, many people have told me, like, what's wrong? And that's so morbid. You cannot really live here unless you face your death. You know, I work with people all the time. We're in that terror all the time. It's just that people who are suffering from illnesses get to look at it. But it's not just that, that, oh my God, I'm dealing with this illness, with AIDS, with cancer, with COVID. That terror is there all the time, right? We're talking about sitting here once in a while and just feeling it. And then again, for those of you on the path, as you wake up, you're not crazy. It does get more difficult to fit into the world. But that doesn't mean you cannot enjoy. You know, as you thought from this numbness, the simple things become more important. Literally sitting by your window and let the sun hit your face. If you're in the city, if you're in the country, whatever. Simple things. But also, be aware. Don't do things you don't want to do anymore. So behaviors, people, other things, you cannot tolerate them. Your system is going to become more and more sensitive in a good way. And do remember that you signed up to be here, as I tell you, at this time. So get quiet daily. Go inside. 
not with some app, not with some manipulation. Just sit and just feel. So you understand, what was that reason? So to my sweet friend, the young soul that said, so what's the point of life? Sit with that question. Why did you come here? You know, so much of becoming successful, getting the things we think we want, gay, straight, trans, lovers, fame, is to realize it means shit, because that's not what it's about. Is to realize that it's empty. And of course, what ends up happening, in my experience of being a clinician with thousands and thousands of people, is a rare person that sees that. That doesn't do it, you know, the eight ball of Coke doesn't do it, now you're going to get a pound. Pound of Coke doesn't do it, now you want to run the whole cartel. That's psychopathy. It's not go be poor. It's be aware nothing outside will do it. It's all inside. But of course, in the realm, it's important. You got to pay your rent, yada, yada, yada. But don't confuse that. And what did I say to you years ago? Remember, if you remember, if you follow my work, I talked about, I don't forget it was a podcast or if it was an um, interview. You know, I was walking around seeing all these zombie movies, all these zombie movies, all these big advertisements for these zombie movies. The psyche speaks loudly. Right? The unconscious speaks loudly. We're there. We're there. And again, you don't need to jump out the window. Consciousness has done this over and over. There was an opportunity to wake up. There was an opportunity to open into our hearts. There's been a decision collectively to go into this place. And always our destination is awakening. Always our destination is wholeness. Always the destination is the divine and the separation that we are unite. So... Yes, it's painful. Yes, it's heartbreaking. And at the same time, everything is okay. No need to go into drama about it. But I do want to remind those of you that are waking up at this time. Yes, it's a little bit more difficult than it's been because the split is so deep. So pay attention. Do what you came here to do, so you're done with it. Open your heart. And one thing I can tell you is we're finding each other. Those of us with this feminine hearts, with this divine feminine activated in our hearts, we're finding each other. So no need to lose hope. Just clean up. Just clean up around you. Clean up behaviors that don't feed you anymore. The reason I discuss those entities, because those entities will really activate addictions. They will really activate addictions. That's why it's important just to be aware of them. And the second you're aware of them, they have no power over you. So again, I'm not trying to scare you. It's a real thing. And spiritual practice, again. Right now, spiritual practice, just sit and feel. What am I feeling? What is me? What's outside? What is me? What's culture? And you are guided, you are held, you are loved from the highest high always. Cash in some of those coins. 
by sitting and feeding yourself. Now, let's close by dropping back in if you're not already in. Take a deep breath. Feel. Feel your feet on the ground. Be aware of your posture. Intend to remember who you are every day, every moment. Intentions, everything. You are loved. You are love. You are held. I send you so much love, you sweet souls. <laughs>